cannot make any questions or is it back and forth? Of course you can, yeah, back and forth, just a conversation. Yeah. How long have you been doing that, this, that podcast? Um, I've wanted to do it for a while and never really had the time. And it's something that I'm, I'm a big believer in trying to make negatives into positives. And during the lockdown, because I've had plenty of time on my hands, I thought, well, now's the perfect time to, to do it and have a go. So yeah. um, I've always been interested in, in listening to people's stories and um, interviewing people and stuff. But it's the, the technology side that I'm not very good at. So it's given me a good <laughs> chance to chance to learn yeah. about all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Good, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. That's smart. Use the right, the time in the right way. That's good. Definitely. But um, I appreciate you taking the time to come on and talk to us a little bit today and find out a little bit about you. Of course, my pleasure. <laughs> Try to, if, I don't know, make the information go through. Yeah, definitely. So, um, just before we, we get into your, your background and your story, um, yeah. I, I received the email yesterday about hopefully that we're starting to put plans in place to get Jiu Jitsu back. Yeah, you got it from the association, right? That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we did, we, we are planning already for, I don't know, we don't want to push it too hard because of the government. But guidelines, but uh, I'm saying by I, I don't know depends how it come out the next announcement. But yeah. we're planning by July to start with the stations there at the academy and start getting people back to the academy. So I'm saying at least for you start getting the members back and the yeah. the, 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 the change. You know the people they stop join the academy again. They start I'm saying the payments for the owner of the academy and mm -hmm. also for the students, the the, the, the mental side of, of the jiu-jitsu to be at the academy and see people, I think it changed completely. I'm saying the, the well being of, of all exactly. the students. I think that's massive, isn't it? One of the one of the big things that's come out of it obviously is the mental health side. People being isolated, losing contact with friends, family, at least people getting back in the academy, even though you're keeping social distance people are interacting, having that connection with each other, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. And then, and then I think that's something that people always forget. I think the mental state of uh, mental health, now people are, are bringing it up more, but I think it's the most serious one because people, they, they, they kind of don't treat it. as They treat the body, they treat the, everything outside, but the inside, they kind of forget it and they keep pushing, pushing until it gets to the point that's too late. Yeah. I was, I was listening to a, an interview this week and uh, they were talking about diet and palate, but not in the yeah. sense of what you eat, in the sense of like the information that you're taking and the influences. So like the diet yeah. for the mind. So always trying to get positive influences in your life and questioning what, what information you're taking in. Is it having a negative effect on you or is it having a positive effect? And we, don't, we think about diet for the body, keeping healthy and eating the right food, but we don't really think of it, the diet of yeah. the mind. Yeah. And if you don't yeah. balance the both together, one kill the other one, or mm -hmm. one stop the other one. You know, you eat really well and do all that. You exercise, but your mental health is not there. You're not, you're not going to the right direction. So you block all that, and you end up suffering the same thing if you're just eating bad food and all that, you know? Yeah, yeah. So what about yourself, Luciano? How have you kept motivated and kept healthy during, during the lockdown? Uh, yeah, I'm saying... In the beginning, it was hard. I would say the first week was really hard because I think for everyone, it was really yeah. hard to get used to this, this new reality. And then I, th I think uh, 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 we got all anxious and nervous and all that. And then we, you end up eating more than you should. Then you end up eating bad food because all your anxiety that you normally, I'm saying, you, uh, normally I would work out and then I'll feel great and then all yeah. that. 
all towards the food. So I gained some weight. But then after the second week, I put my mind in place. And then <laughs> and I start watching less. I'm saying I start watching less news. I'm saying the news mm-hmm. are kind of like a little block. And then maybe every three days, I would, I would, I'm saying, get myself and start looking at what was going on. Because that was making me feel worse. I was very anxious. I'm saying I couldn't sleep. And then I'm like, okay, let me let me slow down a bit. Let's be rational, you know what I mean? Let me think what we're gonna do. And then I stopped watching the news and then I start working out. And then we start I we start building the program for the Roger Gracie Virtual Academy, the online academy. Yeah. How so easy was to, that to, to implement? Yes, yes. I'm saying computer-wise, I'm saying you do a program and then it's there, but Again, we are trying to bring the person, I'm saying the jiu-jitsu to other people mm-hmm. in a way that we never done it before. Yeah. And, and jiu-jitsu are very close for, you know, like, and then again, jiu-jitsu has a Brazilian, is a Brazilian jiu-jitsu, so it has a Brazilian way of doing things. So we are very like, I would say, very, very close people. We touch, we shake hands, we hug. Yeah, yeah. And so to create this barrier between us and, and the students like that was, was to be true that I would say the first two classes were, were, was quite hard for me mm-hmm. and for the most of the instructors because it was something we never done it before and then you're trying to teach something with that distance yeah. and then you know what I mean then you ask people to do the dummies then but because the way we're trying to to keep things going you know and then people Stay not to think about much about what was going on, but yeah, to think yeah. about the future, you know. Yeah, what was interesting with uh, the the earlier once once you started doing those classes online, the virtual platform, um, you, you're talking about trying to create that connection still. But a lot of people, myself included, were very self conscious about being on camera, so we'd have the camera switched off. So you, as the instructor, were probably just staring at a load of blank screens, not being able to see. The, the, yeah. the students yeah yeah so in the in the first week i think a lot of people was like skeptical about it and they did they turned the camera off or they didn't want no one to see them and all that and then i think slowly as the week passed and then there was third fourth week just like now all the students they all have the cameras on and then we yeah. all interact now we all talking and then we do jujitsu and then we talk again you know yeah, no, it's been fantastic. Really, really, uh, really good support from the from the association to all the all the academies. Because, like you said, everyone's struggling out there. Everyone's in the same boat. Um, I mean, no doubt, some schools are, are worse off than others. But um, it was really good to see the association sticking to some of the, the the newer academies, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then I think that the 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 the, the most important thing that we create we create a routine too for the instructors and for the students. Mm-hmm. So you need to get a routine. You wake up and then you could watch a jiu-jitsu class, you could do yoga, you could do conditioning, you could do anything. And yeah. that ended up creating a routine. And then I'm saying, it's good to rest. I'm saying the first week, we rest, I rest a lot. And then, but I think, I think human beings, we, we do need routines. And to keep yourself healthy, you do need routine. I mean, you need, to, you need to wake up and then you need to know, okay, I'm going to have this workout and then I'm going to do this. I'm going to read this book. I'm going to cook. And then having that, that plan, I'm saying you, you still feel the same. You're still in quarantine. You're still, you're still at home. But I think time passed a bit quicker, you know? It's kind yeah. of like, okay, my time already. Then tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do this. So it kind of makes you feel a little bit more comfortable with the situation maybe. 
yeah, definitely. I think, like you said, having that structure, again, we go back to mental health. It, it just gives you that purpose, that sense of structure, that routine in your life where, yeah, things are still going on behind, behind in the background. Things are still hard. But as humans, we, we adapt quite easily to things, don't we? So if you know you've got this routine and this structure in place for X number of weeks, we adapt and that becomes our new normal, in inverted yeah. commas. Yeah. So we, we, we're pretty good at adapting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Human beings are very good at adapting. I think, like, it's not, adapting is not something we wanted forever, you know? <laughs> like, we adapt to quarantine, is it acceptable? I'm saying it's happening now and we are here. We're going to get out of there. We all survived. But yeah. the things are going to change, for sure. They already change. Everyone will change. I think a lot of people will get out of this quarantine feeling maybe uh, 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 they start appreciating small things a lot more now. You know I think I mean? so, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I've, I've been reflecting on. that um, I'm, I'm furloughed at the minute from my part-time role. Uh, my wife's working still from home. And we've got to spend all this, all this time together. Um, with with all the little things, we don't need to be going out spending money either and everywhere. Just being at home, being happy in each other's company, it's allowed us to reflect on on what what's actually important and what we value. So I think a lot of people will get will get something like that, won't they? Yeah, yeah. These like the, the, the small things they, they are priceless, you know. And then this quarantine made us realize that you know what I mean to be at home and then to cook your own food, to spend time with your partner. And then I'm saying there's always good days and there's bad days, but you're dealing with that, you know, and then you know, okay, today was a bad day, but tomorrow will be a better day. And then mm-hmm. if you can deal with each other for like, I mean, like two months, 24 hours a day together, you know, nothing, I'm saying after that, everything is just a piece of yeah. cake, right? Yeah, 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 a piece of cake, definitely. Yeah. If you can enjoy being um, stuck in isolation with someone 24-7 for three or four months, then you can, you can get through anything. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And you can learn. I'm saying you learn a lot. I think everyone learned a lot. I just, I feel sorry for the, for the people who, I'm saying, who lost some, someone for the family or something like that, because that's very sad. Yeah. But I'm saying, oh, I'm saying, if you didn't lose no one, I'm saying you learn, you learn a lot. I'm saying you lost, maybe you lost your job and all that, but you learn a lot about yourself, you know? And then, I mean, anything from now on after this quarantine will get better. You know, there's no way to go down. I'm saying if you don't get ill or something like that or, or sick, but you go, go, you get better, you know, you'll yeah. get better. There's no other way. You know? I think um, in general, the people who are just asked to stay at home, so not, not um, the people who have lost loved ones and people with serious illness and stuff, but in general, the people who are just asked to stay at home and keep isolated. When, when we say you, you don't know what you've got, so it's gone. When we say that generally, we mean that it's gone forever. That's why we miss it so much. Whereas now we're in a unique position the thing that has gone, eventually we will get it back. So, for example, jiu-jitsu, we're missing it now, but eventually we're going to get it back. So it makes us um, take stock of how important little things like, like that are to us. Yeah. And approach yeah. it with a, a new mentality once we start back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then and then I appreci- appreciate this friendship that we have at the academy. Then I think for a lot of people, I'm saying uh, – they don't have not even the families that they, I'm saying they don't have no one or they have just a few friends. And then the, the academy is their family. You mm-hmm. know? Then when they get there is that a kind of environment is when you get it to like to some of your, your relatives house It's like, Oh my God, there's everyone here. And then it's like, 
or you had a bad day and you're like grumpy and you're like, oh, I had a bad, you get to the academy, all that is gone. You can't, yeah. you hit the door, you know, or you're stepping on the mat and you're like, you cannot think about nothing. Okay, I have bills to pay or my job or no, no. If you think about that, you're going to get choked. So you're 100%, there's nothing else you can think about. I think that's, that's one of the, the biggest thing about jujitsu is that it doesn't matter whatever, who you are, or we put the gi, we're all the same, and then when you mm -hmm. step on the mat, whatever is going on in your head, it's going to be out. You cannot <laughs> think about nothing else. You've got to be, you've got to be present, haven't you? We talk about mindfulness and meditation and stuff, and I know that scares quite a lot of people who aren't used to those terms, but you, you are present, aren't you? There's, you can't be, like you say, you can't be dwelling on the past or thinking about the future. You've got to be present there in that moment, haven't you? Yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. Exactly. Yeah, mindfulness, I think it's jujitsu. He explains that really well because I talk to people sometimes about that too. And then they feel really hard for them. Like, okay, if you're eating, you need to really be in that moment. And then if you, whatever you're doing, you're running, you're supposed to be in them. But they, they, they keep losing their thoughts and then they're trying to bring it back. But in jujitsu, there's no way you can lose your thought. There's no way. There's not a single moment that you can be like, okay, I'm going to think about that. Because... You have to be there. It's a fight. Yeah. yeah. And then it's a fight. There's nothing. It's a fight. I'm saying we're doing a sport, but it's a fight. So you have to be there in that moment. Otherwise, I'm saying you lose the position. Like, oh, what's going on? Then. Yeah. Yeah. Split second and it's gone in it. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. It, yeah. It teaches to. It teaches you to teach you to, since the first day to be there. You might not know what's going on, and I think for a lot of beginners, that's very hard. People tend to think that they need to have control of everything mm -hmm. or they know every single step and apply that step they learned in the first class. So, okay, you learn a takedown and then you learn a guard pass. They really expect to do that in the first class. Yeah. But they're not expecting the other person to react. And the other person is going 100%. We both going 100%. So to be able to master that position, to have the right timing, the patience i think the patience too is a big plays a big role as a beginner even even as us i'm saying higher belt i feel like for me like okay you have the plan a the a game that you do all the time it's always the same game okay great but sometimes i do that i want to do the b game or c game i want to try okay i'm gonna do this kind of guard then i never use it yeah you just try to force it to get that position without the right timing Maybe you have the technique, but you don't have the timing because you're not your A game. And then you're just like, ah, you push it. And like, ah, you, maybe you do it, but it doesn't look really good. And then mm -hmm. maybe try again and then you get tired. So you, do, you need that, that patience to, to, to be able to apply the technique. And then uh, to teach this to a beginner to make them understand what they go. They have the zero or hundred. They cannot balance yet. Yeah. You learn with, with time, of course, but... To, to people to understand that, I think is is they see jujitsu, they're like, oh, very frustrating. They they, they tell us, oh, it's very frustrating. I can't do nothing. I'm not good, but they do not see jujitsu as a whole. You know, yeah. like as a, it's not a it's not a single man sport. It is you fighting, but you need partner. You know, you need the partner to train with you, and you need yourself to be in that moment and be patient enough to be able to pass the guard and maybe, okay, he's not there. So then set, start again. Yeah. Do you think part of that frustration comes from um, beginners, especially their definition of success, like either being tapped or tapping someone else? Do you think the frustration comes because they see losing as 
getting beat rather than maybe just defending for a few seconds longer than they did last time. They have a different definition of success in, in the in the in the class. Do you think that adds to the frustration? I think so. I think so. And uh, and I think too a big a big thing maybe like I said, internet has a very good things and then bad things and good influence and bad influence. But maybe they see that in the internet and they see people doing this and that and they just want to replicate what they saw the guy doing in the video, but they don't realize how long that guy has been doing that thing. Yeah. Then they think, okay, I'm going to get there. And then they have this whole ego, you know, super ego. That, that, that's, and that jujitsu for a lot of people, jujitsu, I think is, is the best way to teach people. It's the only, I think it's the martial art that, that, that teach. And then school, it's like a school for adults. Yeah. Dealing with the egos, you know, they have a big ego. He never, he always, whatever he goes or whatever the girl or the guy, whatever who goes to, is always like, yes, I'm the one. I'm doing this. Okay, great, but jujitsu is a bit different. It, it, it takes time, you know. You need to be patient. You need to be humble. Otherwise, you're gonna do your first class and then you leave, or you do a couple months and then ah, oh, you get frustrated. Yeah. But dealing with that frustration, that's. The, that's the biggest lesson in jiu-jitsu. Yeah, I think humble, humble. The, the word used before humble's a massive and important idea to get your head around, isn't it? That if you're humble enough, you've got that white belt mentality all the time that you can learn from everybody. Um, always learning, regardless yeah. of whether you, you, you're, you're tapping people out or you're losing. If you're always learning of that mentality that you can learn from everyone, then each class you're going to be leaving on a high, aren't you? Ready to come back, motivated to the next class. True, true, true. Yeah, and then I'm saying you see for the, like you see for, for the, let's see, I see for Roger, for Mauricio, we are always exchanging knowledge. We are always like talking to people, you know, and then the guy does something here, then okay, show me that. Okay, even if it's a blue belt, he doesn't move white belt, okay, I, I'm going to look at it, I'm like, wow, interesting. Yeah. And then I think teaching, it plays a big role to make you a better fighter or better, better, better jiu-jitsu. Mm -hmm. Because you always have the questions that you're not expecting. And then it goes like, okay, why do you do this way? Why do you put your leg goes that way? And you're like, wow, okay, good question. So, okay, <laughs> let me look at that. So I think it just keeps you, your brain working mm -hmm. the whole time, you know, the whole time. It's never, it can be a triangle. But if the guy asks, why does your leg is over here? And why did this? And then you have to explain the why for that. And Sometimes you never thought about that question because you just did a triangle anyway. Yeah. But it's a small question and then it makes your brain go expand. You're like, okay, <laughs> good question. I like that. And then you have to think how you're going to break down to explain that situation. You cannot just go, oh, I do that because I hold the leg. And I, no, you do that because then you're going to choke from one side and the leg. So it makes you break it down the technique. And then again, you, it's a new perspective that you never yeah. look at it before. Yeah. So we'll, 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 we'll get into um, your role as a coach a little bit down the line, but I mean, this is the first time we've had a chance to, to really talk to each other properly since um, we joined the association at, at Lee. So um, yeah. I just want to find out a little bit about your background, Luciano, where you were born, where you were from, and how you got into Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, so uh, I was born in, uh, in the state of Minas Gerais, and then when I was a kid, I moved to Rio with my family. Uh, my aunt, she was married to Mauricio. Right. And, then, and 
Uh, we grew up together. Me, Roger, we owned the, kind of the same house. Me and Roger for a couple for, for a couple of years, you know. Then we always together. So it was me, Roger, Vanessa, his sister, Karina, my two sisters. So we all grew up. I'm saying you spend a good time when we were younger together. Mauricio play, plays a big role on my childhood. So he is the one who, who got me to jiu-jitsu, of course. I'm saying everyone was into jiu-jitsu. But uh, we're always playing around in the house. Like, you put it near the stomach on us. And it'd be like, we're always kind of like fighting. And then since I was really young, he was always bringing me to jiu-jitsu. And then it was back in, uh, I think, 2006. Yeah, 2006. I was a blue belt in Brazil. But I was just, I just finished uh, uh, school, like high school or mm -hmm. the last year. And then... Mauricio was always asking me to, to come to, to visit London. And then Roger's mom, too, Hela, she always told me, I'm saying, they always kind of pushed me to, 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 to come to London and spend some time here with Roger and then uh, uh, train jiu-jitsu, learn a new language. I didn't yeah. speak English at the time. So then I came over and then I spent, uh, I would say, like probably four years, four years, four and a half years in London. Then when we had the first school in Kensal Road, so that was the first school. I think Roger came here, I think 2003, if I'm not, if I'm not wrong. Right. And then Mauricio came right before. So Mauricio came first, and then I think it was 98, if I'm not wrong. And then he was teaching Birmingham, and then he was teaching London, and then Roger came first, and then I came maybe a couple of years after. Yeah. And then I was here for four and a half years, something like that. And then I decided to... I decided to, to go to U.S. to compete because at that time, it was not a lot of tournaments in the U.K. Jiu-Jitsu was like, it was growing a lot, but it was not big tournaments. So I was, nice. I was fighting all the small tournaments, but then I, 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 I wanted a bigger challenge. So I decided to, to go to U.S. And then I spent like around six months there. I was at Renzo's Academy. And then I was just competing around. I did the whole circuit. I went, I went all the opens. They had it. I won a lot of the opens. Then I won the world championship nogi there as a brown belt. And then, what age was you then, Luciano? Sorry, how old were you then? Ooh, good question. This is like maybe 20, 24, 25. Yeah. And then I was competing a lot. Then uh, I got a, I got a, a proposition, I'm saying, to, to teach, to live there in California. Then I moved to California. I spent like six months there teaching there. Right. And then Renzo invited me over to teach at his academy. So then I left California. Then I moved to New York. Then I was there for like almost three, three, three years, three and a half years. And then I was teaching at the, his main academy at the headquarters there. Right. What was that experience like teaching at, at Henzo's academy? It was really cool. It was really yeah. cool. Yeah, I, met, I, I love this guy there, man. I, I know I have a lot of friends there. And then it was a really good time. I learned a lot. I learned a lot from Renzo, mm -hmm. from John. John Donahue, a good friend of mine too. I learned a lot from them. I think uh, uh, my game changed a lot. Right. Then uh, I, 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 I learned a lot of the no-gi stuff and everything. And then it was great. I started teaching also in the, his, Renzo's second academy, the one in Brooklyn. He has the Renzo Gracie Fights Academy. I was teaching both the Brooklyn Academy and the Mahansan one. Mm -hmm. And again, I learned a lot of Igor, Gregor, Hollis. I'm saying they were a good friend of mine. And then they yeah. always 
teach me, bring me new techniques and stuff was very, it was a really good moment. I really, yeah. I really had a good time there. Then I got more into uh, 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 fighting Nogi and then I got into MMA. And then I was training more for MMA, you know, was, right. was really good. Like, uh, was just hard for me. I'm saying, as, uh, uh, this is maybe like, uh, let's see, like four years ago, like five years ago. So yeah, even more, sorry, six years ago. <laughs> so that, uh, 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 I'm saying for me to match up, to have a match up was, was a bit hard because I had a lot of grappling matches. So I would, for me to fight in MMA, I had to, to fight someone who had a lot of fights, experience. Right. So yeah, so it was good. I had a first fight, I lost the first fight, and then I fought again after that. And then uh, it was a good show, they just, they closed down, but it's the worst series of fighting. Oh yes, yeah, I'm aware of them, I know them, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I fought there, it was good too, it was a good fight and all. It's a good show. They give a good support. And then, uh, but after that, I went back to Brazil. I had a couple of things to, to do in Brazil. With family-wise, I had to sort it out, you know, yeah. and then. Um, so is MMA is kind of sort of sidelines nowadays, is it? Or is it something that you'd, you'd like to do again, maybe? Or? I need to put in my charger, sorry. My body is A second. Yeah, so sorry, where, where we were? Um, just talking about MMA, whether it's something you're going to consider doing again or is that kind of um, in the past no, now? I would consider, the, the, the main thing about MMA is about, I'm saying, uh, for you to fight MMA, you need, you need to be a full-time fighter. I'm saying, if you're teaching, whatever you're doing, you have to kind of put these things on the side and focus on MMA. And then I think the preparation, it can take up to eight weeks. So, or even if you want to make a bit longer, but it's going to be too long, but to get back into all that training, the thing is that uh, uh, the, the, the payment, it has to be a good payment. And I mean, you need to get a good, a good, per, I'm saying good, 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 you need to make good money on that. Yeah. Otherwise it doesn't worth it because in the end of the day, your bills are coming along. You know, if you spend like two months training, I'm saying these, these two months, you still have to pay your rent. You have to pay everything that you've been paying before. And then, yeah, I, I, I'm saying I, I, I would consider, yeah, if it was a good proposition, I would mm -hmm. for sure. It's something, I'm saying, it's something I enjoy. But the only thing about MMA, I'm saying it, it doesn't give you a lot of stability. I'm saying, I'm saying if you make the top, let's say the top 20, top 15 yeah. guys, yes, you might, you have the sponsorship and all that. But until you make to that point, there's a lot of struggle. So I, I do respect. I have a lot of friends. They, they, they're still fighting. They're still going after that. I do respect them because it's, it is it's a very hard career. As a jiu-jitsu, you're still, you're still able to teach. You have your academy. You know, yeah. you have your students. You can do privates. You can, you can work with a lot of things. Jiu-jitsu is a big. And we are very thankful to the Grace family for that because if we're here doing that today, it's because of them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, how does it feel? I, sorry, sorry. Just to go back, you you, you obviously yeah. grew up with um, Master Mauricio Gomez and Roger Gracie, and what was it like at the time to be part of that, the the, the family and be be like integrated in that family that is synonymous with the the, the art of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu? Yeah, it was. Yeah, man, it was something incredible. It was something. I'm saying, 
uh, it was always fun. You know, it was always fun. There was never, I'm saying, we always watch the fights so or we are fighting or something, like that, but it was, it was always like a, a, a good vibe. It was always yeah. fun. As a kid, you, you kind of like everything like that, fighting and then this is always fun. So as a kid, we, we always were always having fun, you know. Of course, we are fighting jujitsu, yes, but it was like it was just fun, you know. Like okay, let's fighting, and then we all try to get Mauricio together, you know. Yeah. And then he would, he would, he would throw us aside, you know. There, so it was always <laughs> a lot of fun, you know. As a kid, is is something that you, you I'm saying, you're something that you're looking for. You know what I mean, that's like yeah. oh, fighting. Let's go. Let's get him. Let's wake him <laughs> up. You know. He's taking a nap. Let's wake him up, and then he'll be upset, and he'll come after. But I'm saying the good way. So it was always a lot of fun, you know. It was always yeah. like playing around. <laughs> and was was uh, Roger always destined to become great at that point? Could you could you see it in Roger at that point that he's going to be something special? No, no. I'm saying not really. We uh, we are kind of the time we're all I'm saying kids, and then we all playing around. Like his older sister, she Vanessa. She is the one who used to beat us. So right. that was funny. Yeah. She used to beat all of us. There was no fooling around for her. If you let you go like, hey, Vanessa, blah, blah, blah. She's like, what? And then she'll come after you, man. You better run. Because she would like, man, she'll get us. And it would be yeah. like, so it was more like, it was more like just a fun thing to do. It's a fun way to, 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 to play. You know, that was yeah. our, our playground, the fighting, you know. And I think as we, I'm saying, as you get older, then you start training. I mean, when you're like 15, 16, then you start, you start training properly and then you start going to competitions. And then I'm saying, and then I used to compete when I was very young, when I was yellow belt, then I won, I won the Brazilian nationals and all. But when you, you, you're that young, I'm saying, you, you go to jiu-jitsu, you, you, you train, you fight tournaments and all, but you're still, you, you're still a kid, you know? You yeah. still want to do things that kids do, you know what I mean? That is that play, you know? We take things serious as a kid, but you want a kid to have fun, you know? You, need, you can't just push that kid, you know? So it was always like that, okay, go to jiu-jitsu, okay, go to jiu-jitsu, yeah, then, okay, let's have fun, let's, you know what I mean? So yeah, there was a time that Renzo was my instructor. I used to live in the same building in Rio. So I used to live in the same building. So my mom used to put me in the, in the lift. And then Renzo would be waiting for me at the, at, at the ground floor where it was his academy. Yeah. He would pick me up and I would go to jiu-jitsu. And then sometimes I didn't want to go. So then he would call my mom. Where's Luciano? And my mom would <laughs> go down, watch him getting out of the, the lift. And then I would get out. And then, yeah, it was, but it was always fun, you know. And I think that's the way it should be special yeah. for kids you know you can you can push them too hard or because otherwise you push them away from you you push them away you know it's already hard for us as adults to get out there imagine you get in there and then you don't know no one and then it's kind of like ah oh, okay i'm uncomfortable so imagine for a kid so if yeah. it's not fun the kid doesn't want to come back you know uh, that's why i like the idea of the, the classes being being made into games and the game splits up the, the techniques and making things, little competitions, making it fun, like you said, just to, yeah, a different dynamic with a kid's class, yeah. Yeah, and I think especially the parents. I think the parents who don't train jiu-jitsu, they need to understand, they need to read, and they need to talk to the, the instructors because a lot of times they, 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 
I don't know if it's there, maybe they're, they just want to push the kid too hard because they want the kid to be the best. And, and, and then for them, that means that. Jiu-Jitsu means that. For the kid, it's just Jiu-Jitsu time. He's yeah. there to play. He's there to, to see his friends. He's there to fight because fighting is fun. You know, we all know that. But the parents, sometimes, they, most of the time, they don't know that. Yeah. They, and then, like, I'm saying, or we need to tell the parents to, okay, slow down, calm down, okay? If, you're not, if you don't come down, you're not going to be able to watch the kid's class anymore. Because you can end up creating an a, a, a energy, a, a situation between the parents that you pass the kids. And the kids, they, they feel that. And then, or the kid get, get more anxious and then he might be very upset and then might not come back to jiu-jitsu, you know? Yeah. And then it create this kind of like conflict. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had a... So we, we joined the association in September last year. And our, our kids' classes has grown quite a lot since just before the, the lockdown and that. And um, we do have a lot of parents sit there watching the, the classes go on. A lot of them, like, they'll sit and actually physically watch the class. And, and the feedback we've had has been, like, the me and the other instructors who I use and, and who help me out are really good at relating the information to the kids, but then explaining to the parents what's going on and why we're doing this. Yeah, so they get the knowledge as well as to why, why we're doing these things, why the classes are running this way. Yeah, that's been really good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had a really good program of kids jujitsu at uh, at the headquarters. We had almost 300, 300 kids, and then like it, it, it is a re- they do a really good job. We have a very good like good team of instructors, and then like you said, you play, but then you put them to spa. It's something very natural for them, you know. Something for a kid to grab the other kid like in a headlock and roll around on the floor. It's yeah. something common. We just, I'm saying, teaching them and then and then helping them to, to deal with, with, with this situation, learning what they're doing, you know? Yeah. And having like, fun. Yeah. Like I say, it is fun as a kid just rolling around on the floor with your mates. That's what kids do, isn't it? It's fun. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> something, exactly. something happens as we grow older when we get to adulthood, then that becomes not, not frowned upon, but it's not seen as sort of fun anymore. We've, we've yeah. lost that like kid, kid mentality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it becomes it becomes the ego, no? You get oh, they get become adult and it becomes this ego thing that it is start the conflict. Okay, if I do this with this guy, I have to do this and I have to win, and then it becomes this whole scenario, you know? Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. You, you went back to Brazil, Luciano. At what point did you then come back to London? Yeah, it's been like three years now since I got back. So, yeah, I went back to Brazil for a little while, maybe like a, a year or something. I was traveling a lot. I, was, I travel a lot teaching. I went to, to, to Angola in Africa. He's a good right. friend of mine. We have two academies there. I went to TJ's Academy. I went uh, to San Martin, a small island, and then uh, uh, in the Caribbean. But then, like, it was, it was good that I went back to Brazil because I, always, I had to spend some time there with my family and I sorted out a couple of things. But then it got to a time there. I'm saying it's, it's time to go. You feel, I'm saying Brazil is, is always my, my it's always my hometown. I mean the place where I grew up and it's same like Rio and all. But I miss London and then I, all my I spent so much time here that I have a lot of friends and I have Roger, then I have Mauricio, and then it's been three years since I got back, and then uh, it's been great. I'm saying mm-hmm. the academy has been growing really. Jiu-Jitsu changed it completely. That was good for me. Too, because when I came back, I was like, "Wow, jujitsu really grew in this country," you know. Yeah. And then 
like before I used to say jujitsu and people would be like, yeah, karate, or like, you know what I mean? They, they would confuse because they didn't know it was a new thing. And now it is like really big, you know, I managed to be part of a lot of the times of the seminars with the army, you know, all the guys from the army, RAF, and then yeah. it was like, I was like impressed, you know, because they all really good and they really into jujitsu, you know, they come to the, they, they always come to the academy, the competition class, they train with us. And they compete, you know, they're very, like, disciplined and they really, like, like the art. They love the art of jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And that's, like, something big, you know. I really, it made me realize, I'm like, wow, that's good, you know. Like, <laughs> jiu-jitsu is, like, jiu-jitsu, because jiu-jitsu is just, I think if everyone in the world would train jiu-jitsu, the world would be a different place, you know. I agree. I think so, too. Like you said, when you, you go in traveling and you, you've been to um, Africa, Mongolia, because the language of jiu-jitsu, it's, it's worldwide, and it's, so you can go to these places and you can communicate with someone and build that rapport and build that relationship through the art of jiu-jitsu, can't you? Yeah. No words needed. You don't, need yeah. to, and you, don't, you don't even need to speak the same language. You go, you shake hands, you do the role, like, yeah, 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 good. And then it doesn't matter. You don't have to talk to the other guy, but he's going to become straight away your friend. You know, yeah. he's going to become a friend straight away because... I mean, you both are happy, you just roll, and you're like, okay, I feel good. So, yeah, no words needed. <laughs> so, um, Roger recently opened the uh, the new academy in London. How was that? How was that process of moving into the, the bigger, more established um, headquarters? Yeah, it's a lot better now because definitely, you know what I'm saying, we had too many members. The space was too small where we were before Latimer Road. So this new space is huge. It's a great space. We have three mats. So we, can, we have classes running at the same time, three classes running at the same time. And uh, it's been great. I'm saying it looks good. It's nice and clean and it's open. And then uh, every day, I'm saying every week was like, I don't know, a lot of people signing in and then coming in to check it out. And yeah. then we did a nice program. We're trying to have, I'm saying the jujitsu, then we have the kickboxing program, we have the yoga. So we have the we have everything built on that. You know, we have the wrestling class, we have the judo class. So everything is like it just expanded. People they come to try jujitsu, they fall in love with jujitsu, and then they go to yoga and then they want to learn some striking, then I'm saying it's, it's been really good, this place. Yeah. And this place is already like packed. It's already <laughs> packed. So yeah, it's a good sign. Is there? Yeah. I'm saying it's going really well. Yeah, I can't wait for the. Uh, so we was we was planning on coming down to visit the the headquarters with some of some of my mates from the from the club. Unfortunately, lockdown happened, so we can't wait to uh to get down there once once everything gets back to normal and experience uh, what it's like, the atmosphere. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's nothing yeah. like 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 the academy. So. We all here like itching, like, oh my God, I have to get back to, I have to get back to the academy. But yeah, it would be great. Like I said, I think everyone's going to appreciate a lot. I'm saying we all appreciate anyway, but this whole situation made us realize how this important little thing, I'm saying go to the academy is something. Before I was like, okay, go to the academy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, I don't feel like going today. Now I'm like, yeah, I better go to the academy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I have to enjoy every single time, you know, like... Yeah, yeah. So, um, speaking as yourself as as an instructor, what at what age did you start coaching or start being interested in coaching? Yeah, so I start teaching at, at the Budokai. 
a judo academy that we have in London. And I was like, uh, I think 20, 20, 20, 20 years old, 21, something like that. Mm -hmm. And then I was purple belt. And uh, yeah, it was a, was a lot of fun because uh, at the time... Do you think that's a, sorry to interrupt you, do you think that's a good belt to start looking at coaching and instructing? Or do you think... It's, no, it's because at, at that time, I'm saying, at that, at that time, it was, I'm saying, it was barely any, any black belt. All oh, right. That's back like 2007, 2008. All oh, right. There's barely no one here. I'm saying there was not a lot. It was Roger, you know, there was a couple guys. But as a black belt to teach, there was not many people, you know, not even brown belts. So, All right. Uh, 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 yeah. So I remember at our academy when some black belt would show up and I'm like, whoa. Nice. <laughs> black belt different than Roger. And then the other instructors that, that there was at the time, you know, or even a brown belt. I'll be like, oh, a brown belt. Wow. Mm -hmm. It was something. So at the time, like I, I decided to start teaching. I'm saying at a Budokai, Roger sent me there. Yeah. So Budokai is a great club, judo club. I did a lot of judo there. And then a lot of my stand up, I learned from that too. Right. And then I started teaching there as a purple belt. And then again, my English was not, I'm saying, was not that good at the time. It was horrible. <laughs> but anyway. Have you learned I, English I, just, from, just from being around people? Or did you take classes? Yeah. How, did you, how did you get to learn English? Just, just being around yeah, London? At the academy, yeah. yes. At the academy, talking to friends and all. So you start. And then you start. I think that's basically how it happened. Yeah. And then I started to share the Budokai and there's a purple belt. And then I think that's when my, my game kind of like, clicked you know kind of like went to another level the next level because i start teaching and then i had to that was all i was talking to you about it i had to understand what was the the, the, the situation you know what i'm saying what, what is that okay look at the triangle and then why is the triangle why the arm is there why the arm but why the legs mm -hmm. why the hooks and then everything there's a question why or your students going to ask you right yeah or yourself you start looking and you see the guy doing that and like, okay, that's why he's doing that. And then automatically your brain goes like, click, clicks, you know, like, okay. Yeah, I think there's a, there's a difference in there between being able to do the move and understanding why the move works. Yeah, I think that's important. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think when you teach, you learn twice. So that's what I tell all my students. I said, maybe sometime if you cannot, I'm saying, come for class, maybe get up someone and teach someone a move. If you're able to teach that person a move, that means you know the, 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 the move properly. You know what I mean? You know the yeah. position. You can teach someone a position. You know the position. If you can only do it quick or just like, oh, you do like this, like that. And then like, no, no, no. Slow down. <laughs> steps. See if yeah. you actually know the move, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, obviously, people who are listening to this or anyone who's watching, they might not be familiar with jujitsu at all. Um, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about the process and the the feeling of achieving a black belt in jujitsu in Brazilian jujitsu? Yes. Um, so I think as you get jujitsu, people think a lot about the belts. You know, they, 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 that's their goal. That's what they're aiming for. That, that mm -hmm. that's the whole thing. But I, I think it's the journey, you know, your journey in jiu-jitsu. That's what it counts. Yeah. But as someone start in jiu-jitsu, I'll say, I'm saying, like, uh, when you get, you, you, you start getting your belts, 
I think for me, the most important, the most important belt is the blue belt. People don't really think about that, but that's your foundation. That's right. the whole foundation that your jiu-jitsu is going to start there. So if you don't have a strong foundation, you get to the black belt and your game is full of holes, you know, like mm -hmm. gaps between that. So the blue belt is, 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 is the whole foundation. But being a black belt in jiu-jitsu is something, is, is something very, I'll say, it's not just the belt, but it's what you, the, the message that you, you're going you're gonna to pass to other people. You know, right. your behavior, the way you act, the way you talk. So I would say, even, especially as an instructor too, I don't, I don't think people realize that your influence on all the people around you or people who started jiu-jitsu is something, is something big, very big. Yeah. You know? So the way you present yourself, the way you, I'm saying if you react this way, everyone around you, they will react the same way. You know, they will think that's right to do because I'm saying, their professor is doing that. Yeah. And then if someone from the outside who doesn't even train jiu-jitsu uh, 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 see you doing that, then they're already going to look like you. Like, okay, if he's like that and he's acting like that, then he expects the same for everyone else. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. So it is. It is a. a it is a big. Uh, I would. I would say. I would even say even responsibility. You know, it's a big responsibility to have that around your waist. Yeah. And then you have the 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 you have the, the two sides. You have the the fighting side, that people want to get the belt really quick. They might not be ready for that, but anyway, they want the belt. But that belt doesn't doesn't do nothing for you. Mm -hmm. It's just a belt around the waist. <laughs> you have to do the job, you know? So people sometimes, they look at it like, oh, now I want my belt around it. And then now with the social media, you know, they write these big things on Facebook and they send it to you. Instagram, professor, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh my goodness, stop crying. Go train, you know, don't worry about the belt. You know, enjoy the journey, learn. Jiu-Jitsu is endless, it's endless. You're always going to be learning. So don't rush. Doesn't matter your belt. Your belt is just around your waist. That's mm -hmm. it. It's just holding your kimono there. That's it. Doesn't <laughs> it? Not gonna protect you. It's not gonna umber someone for you. It's not gonna defend your neck if you're getting choked. Yeah. So enjoy the process. You know, train, learn. The belt. The belt is, is, a, is a consequence. You come along. You know. And then again, the behavior too. You know, as a, as a professor. Something you you be a, a big influence in everyone, you know, and all your students. So, I mean, th think sometimes stop and think. Okay, should I act this way? Should I do this? I'm saying, yeah. look, how many people are looking up to you? You know, they're looking up to you, and they they're expecting, they are waiting for your reaction, so they will react the same way. Yeah. So you do need i'm saying professors and people around they do need to think that you know yeah. and then there is something that i learned with mauricio because everything at the whole i learned how to teach and then jujitsu with my uncle mauricio and then it was like every class i teach it's like my is like a it's like my is the only class how can i say it's like uh that class is the one so yeah. i keep my best in that class and then tomorrow, I'm going to try my best again. It's like it was my last class I'm going to teach someone. Hmm. So I put all my energy on that because that's the class the person is going to remember, you know? Yeah, exactly, yeah. And yeah. 
if I'm teaching that class, I'm going to do my best. There's no way I'm going to come to the class and be like, okay, uh, no, man, I'm there, you're there, you're there 100%, you know? And that's the energy you're going to pass to people, and that's what they're going to, they're going to, they're going to get it, and they're going to be like, wow, that was a good class. Okay, I'm going to, tomorrow I'm back again. Yeah. You know? I spoke to I someone yesterday, and we were, we were talking about that. Um, I'll paraphrase in the saying, but it was about people won't remember what you did, but they'll remember how you made them feel. So when people are leaving class, if they feel like they got something out of it, you were engaging, they really enjoyed it, they're not going to remember maybe exactly what we did in that class, but they'll remember how it made them feel, so they're more likely to come back, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, like, uh, yeah, I'm saying we're all human beings. I'm saying we're professors. We have uh, things to do. We have bad days. We have good days. But when you step on the mat, you know, that's a big way or, or a change the energy, you know? You're bringing the energy to everyone and that's how they're going to feel in class, you know? Yeah. The tone of your voice, the way you position yourself, you know, the way you talk to them, to look them in the eye, you know, to call them by their name, you know? But then, but then like in the headquarters, sometimes you have like 50 people on the mat, you know? <laughs> and then I'm saying it's all people from different times. They come sometimes in the morning, evening, but I do try to get their names or... If I don't get the names, I go there and I ask the name, you know, and then point at them, okay, you're doing this wrong or you're doing that wrong. Okay, fix this. Okay, you're doing great. You're doing mm -hmm. this right, you know, and then uh, 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 that's the way they feel that you're there, you're there, you know, yeah. and that's how they're going to react also. And then when they come out of the class, like you just said, they feel like they, the feeling is like they will never forget that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how do you balance, Luciano? Are you, are you still... Um... I think did you when was the last time you competed in jiu-jitsu was it 20 yeah last year, last year I won yeah. The, yeah the grand slam the grand slam yeah well I, I i fought the grand slam it was fun i won there london one was really good i was watching that on uh, youtube just before we we came on later easy yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right right yeah <laughs> so yeah like it's, it's not easy to be to be true it's, it's not easy because Behind the scenes, I would say, or behind the scenes of, of running one academy, so if you want to be professional, it it, it takes a, a big it takes a big amount of time. It's, it is a, a a big big job, you know. Yeah. It's not just like people see it; you're just gonna turn up to the academy, gonna teach a class, and then you're gonna relax. So if you want to run, things to run proper, like you know, shop, and then uh, you, you you do need to be there. You do need the time. So. Again, like I need to wake up early, you know I me. Mean? I need to wake up like 7, 8 a.m. Yeah. And then I start saying reply emails. And then we do need to think about a meeting that we have a meeting every every Monday, you know, all the instructors, you know, to discuss about tournaments, students issues, uh, uh, class structure, uh, curriculum, like what we're teaching this week, you know. We try to be very flexible. We try to let the, 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 the professors kind of choose and see what the students need, you know. But uh, uh, it's got to be run like a business, hasn't it? I mean, I know some people might not want to hear that, but it's got to be run like a business, hasn't it? To be sustainable and for longevity, it's got to be professionally run as a business. Yeah. And I think more and more now, that's what people expect when they come to jiu-jitsu. You know, mm -hmm. because I'm saying that, that anyway, the competition, as you remember, there's a lot of people, there's a competition. You know what I mean? Like, whoever, of course, you're looking for the best, the most, I'm saying, you needed a good professor, you need a good jujitsu team, but you expected the academy to be clean, you expected the academy to be neat, you know, organized, 
you expect, you expect the class to start on time and finish on time. You know, you expect, you expect the, the professor to show the class. I'm saying there, he's there, you know, and then there's this whole thing. And I think now even more with, with the Corona thing going on, I think uh, 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 there will be, the, 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 the academy will need, will need us even more now as a professionals, you know, yeah. about cleaning, about checking people. And I think we're really going that way now. I'm saying jujitsu became very professional. I'm saying so you say it's a business. There's the business side, and that's the the jujitsu side. You know, I, I believe you can do any way you want. I think there's a lot of academies they still run like that. I'm saying like before. Yeah. But it's about them, you know. And then they can do. You can do whatever you want. But if you want to offer the best experience ever, someone jujitsu is what the person needs to learn how to defend themselves. No, I think that's that that's the key point jujitsu. Someone mm -hmm. needs to know how to defend themselves, build their confidence, you know? If they, whatever situation they are in their life, so if they're threatening or not threatening or in business or in their life, they would think like jujitsu, being under pressure, you know? You have someone who's in the mouth, they have that chest on their face, you're like getting choked. Yeah. You're breathing, you're being calm, you're going to get out of that position. So that's how she's supposed to react in life. So it's the same way. You be calm under pressure, right? So yeah. whatever happens, you know, I'm saying, you know how to react and be calm. So that's what the person people are looking at, saying, when you get jujitsu, they're confident, learn how to defend themselves, you know, be fit, become fit, lose weight. A lot of people come there and they lose a lot of jujitsu. We see now after quarantine, we see our size, how we got big yeah. because we're eating really the same, but we're not training. I just right? put it down to bulking, bulking season in the gym. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then the friendship, big one feel like a family, a big, big friendship. The friends that you create in the, in the, in the environment. So people, are, this is what, what we want to offer to people. This, like this whole experience that, I'm saying, that, that's, that's why people don't leave the academy. They want to be there 24-7 because yeah. that, that place makes them feel good, make them feel alive, make them feel happy, you know. The, the exchange of, of, of knowledge of other people, you know, about life. You, not just talk about Jitsu, talk about other things too. So it, it is like a, 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 a big role that we play in people's life. And then if you want to do that, why not be the best doing that? Exactly, yeah. yeah. One thing I've, um, I've been keeping up to date with you on Instagram, and um, if you wouldn't mind talking a little bit, how, how rewarding it is to, I noticed that you've been working with some, um, individuals who, who might have learning difficulties, it would maybe on the autistic spectrum. How rewarding is it to work with and, and show jujitsu to, to people who maybe wouldn't expect to, to be able to do it? Yeah, so yeah, so the, this, the uh, his name is Dennis, he's a very good friend of mine, he's like my little brother. <laughs> uh, I love that kid, man, he's, he's special. And then, uh, uh, yeah, so. We've been working for a little while now. It's been a couple months. And then I just feel that jujitsu is, is that thing. Anyone can learn jujitsu. And jujitsu creates this connection, this bond of the person, you know? Because, again, if we're fighting, there's no way you can fight without contact in jujitsu. Yeah. So you end up breaking the, the barrier in the middle, you know? And especially with, with a kid with any kind of disability, the, the word, the world is already pushing to, to, to kind of to the side. You know, people are already like, you know, like it, it, is, it is very hard for them. Yeah. And then to you to include them in something, 
It's something very, it's like priceless for them. It's something Possibly, very small. Yeah. yeah, that's that thing of the, of the week, of the day, you know? If you do it, I'm saying like, when I tell him, okay, we're going to train on Thursday, he spends the whole week talking about the training <laughs> day, you know? And then, I'm saying, and then he can actually fight, you know? I teach you, he does forward rows, takedowns, armbars, and everything. So you, you just, like I said, for us professors, we just need to be there. Mm -hmm. You need to be there 100%. If you're there 100%, you can teach anyone, you know? Yeah. You can teach anyone. And that, again, I learned with Mauricio, you know? Mauricio, you can get any, I feel that if I get, uh, uh, even my mom, my mom, I'm saying she, she, she trained a couple of times, but if I get my mom to train with Mauricio the first day, I'm very confident that she will feel great after the session. You no, know, he can yeah. teach anyone. So if you teach, if you're there 100%, you know, you're patient, and you break down the techniques, like I said, you know what you're doing because it's these, these, every single step. Yeah. I'm saying the person is going to enjoy that. So jujitsu, you can teach anyone jujitsu. There is no a bad student. There is bad teachers, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you need to, if you're a good teacher, you can teach anyone, you know? I'm not talking about uh, 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 the guy being a competitor or he's a student, he doesn't train or he doesn't come. No, no, no. I'm talking about, okay, if you want to teach someone the basis of jujitsu, self-defense, have a good base, have a good posture, take someone down, control someone on the floor, getting out from the ground, technical stand-up, get away. Mm -hmm. You can teach anyone that. You just need to know how to teach. And being a good teacher, that's the key. So you can teach anyone the basis of jiu-jitsu. And I think that's what the greats, they, 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 they start with the best. They could teach anyone and learn how to defend themselves. Whatever situation they get caught in, they could get out and they could move away. So I think that's something... Uh -uh. That counts a lot, you know. Yeah, definitely. No, it's fantastic. I know we've got a few, a few uh, young kids who, who attend our academy, and um, they're they're on the autistic spectrum, and mm -hmm. the parents have got them involved in it to build confidence, to to be able to defend themselves when they go to high school, and um, yeah. it's fantastic to see. Yeah, they're they're, they're amazing, and, yeah. and they have a they have a really good understanding as well, the the, the, the techniques and the details, and yeah, it's fantastic. They are the ones who need the most. You need us the most. Yeah. And then, like, we, we got some autistic kids, too, in the, our kids' class. And then I feel that a lot of the parents, they come to us and they say, look, a lot of places, they don't accept them. You know, it's very sad. Yeah, they yeah. come to us and say, look, they, they didn't get accepted in, in a, a lot of places. You guys are our last chance or last resource of them to be included in a group class and all. You know, it's, it's very sad. It's terrible, yeah, I know, I know. We talk about, like, in this moment in time, people being isolated and stuff, and for a young kid to be to be told that, yeah, you can't attend this class for whatever reason, you can't come and train at our club. How does it make that kid feel later on growing up? What, what What's that going to do to the mind that they've not been included in, in these places and all? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's very, it's very sad, you know? And then I feel that, that we see a lot I'm saying we see a lot in the internet and then this whole thing, people talking, that you have to include people and all that. But I see a lot of talking and not a lot of action. You know? I see a lot of people saying that. You know what I mean? They, they write, they post and all this, all that. But where is the action? Come on, start doing something. You don't need to announce to no one you're doing that. You just start doing things. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, I feel that uh, 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 when they, they, these kids, they get somewhere, 
because they do need the attention. They need the attention of the people, you know, like I'm saying, you cannot just throw them in the class and expect them to follow the whole class and be like, okay, easy peasy, let's go. No, so you might need the actual instructor just to be with that kid. Yeah. But you don't know how, how the price, I'm saying how priceless is it to be in that, in that, for that kid in that situation, you know? And people, they don't want that. They want easy, you know? They want to say whatever they want to say, yeah. but they come to things to get it done, they don't do it, you know? <laughs> Can we then, Sorry, Luciano, go on. Sorry. No, it's just, I'm saying, it's just because I see there a lot, you know? Yeah. People, they post a lot of things. They love to post and say, but actually when it comes to, to, to do something, they, they, they kind of like sneak out and they're like, okay, that's... No, it's like the, uh, the, the, the people who post um, the workouts on Instagram constantly and it's like, if they don't post it, it didn't happen. <laughs> they're not content with just doing the workout behind closed doors not they don't have to let people know but if they don't post it on it on the internet it's like it didn't happen <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah 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 i know could we um talk about how you because obviously you you need to train for yourself you're coaching a lot at the academy mm. and you've got to keep your, your sort of fitness up your strength and conditioning how do you balance or are there any like sort of tips that you could let us know how you balance and work out Maybe this day you train hard, tomorrow you won't train as hard or you won't roll that day. Is there any sort of workout or routine that you stick to? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, like we, we do have at the academy, we do have the competition classes. They're like, we run like two, three times a week. So I really like to do that once. Mm -hmm. And then they're very hard. I'm saying they're very hard, but then it's me, my fitness will go up. Uh, I like to do that. I do like a... a, a if it's close to a tournament, I do like a kind of preparation, like strength conditioning, like towards the tournament, but you do need the peak time, you know? Right. So I do need the date and a go. Otherwise you pick and you drop before the tournament. So I'm saying that's very simple. So you, you calculate the time and then you see you want to be in the peak of your strength and everything by the date of the tournament. Yeah. But uh, when there's nothing coming up, I do, I, do, I do train. I'm saying I try to do like uh, uh, these sessions data to keep my body in place so i i do i did have some injuries and surgeries so my knees and then my shoulder and then elbow back so i do the, i do this uh, uh exercise to make sure that it keeps my body healthy to be able to train yeah because if i do a lot of heavy weights a lot of i'm gonna say if i go really heavy at the gym i can't train because my body's all too sore I can't I recover. yeah Exactly. So I do, I do tend to do this, uh, uh, this kind of exercise. There's a guy I trained, Lee. He's been teaching the, the, at our, in our timetable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he teaches a lot of the kettlebell. And then he teaches a lot of stuff, like uh, uh, good stuff, to prevent injuries, you know, to prevent any kind of injury. So we work a lot. I mean, isometric strength, you know, like uh, 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 everything with a lot of elastic bands. So all this kind of exercise, because I told him, I said, I have this injury that there. It's not there, but I know if I start training hard, they will start Flow hurting. Yeah, yeah. And how to prevent to get any other injury. You know, whatever injury I might get, mm -hmm. I say, okay, let's work on that. He's like, he's like a purple belt at our academy. And then uh, uh, he trains too. So we work specific on that thing. So I keep, I can't keep training hard, but to hold my body in place and I think I'm saying I'm 33 now I'm saying when I was 20 that's 
nothing to worry about. I could do <laughs> weeks, the same day, two sessions, three sessions will be. Yeah. But now, I I feel that when I start training hard, my body's I'm start I'm start getting injury. So I I try to keep like once a week or twice. Maybe I do once with him, and then I do another one with myself at the gym. Yeah. And then I work these specific things for my lower back, my shoulders, my knees, you know, my neck. So kind of in the core, a lot of core exercise to hold this whole area that we use a lot in jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do like once, twice a week there. I do the, the, the competition class like two, three times a week, you know. And then I train at the class, normally the class when I'm teaching. I teach the technique and all. So I watch the whole class. By the end of the class, when it's full row, sparring then i roll the students if, if it's advanced class of course yeah normally the, the fundamentals the beginners class i normally uh, I, I just teach so and then i think but it's very important like this routine of of like this let's see i do like twice a week three times to twice a week of the of the not no weight the to maintain my body yeah it, it, it was hard for me to 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 keep that you know because when you go to the gym, you want to do heavy, you know, you want to lift and you want to, you see people lifting weight, you want to do, but then you end up getting hurt, you know, or it's not what your body needs. Yeah, it's not I'm the same. That's something I'm, I'm struggling with. I'm, I'm 39 now and I've had a few knee injuries, surgeries on my knees and stuff. And I like being in the gym. I like lifting weights and working out. But like you say, I can't recover then for the, the classes to be able to train, to be able to teach, to be able to roll at the end. And I'm finding hard to get that balance of, what my body needs versus what it wants to allow me to be able to teach and, and train as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you lift heavy, you won't be able to, to train that day or maybe the next day you're going to be even, you're going to be sore and it gets stiff. So I think again, I do a lot of yoga too. I do like once, twice a week. Yeah. I'm saying yoga. That's part of like the rehabilitation too that I do because I'm saying the flexibility is something you always need to be working on. I'm saying people they don't realize that if they don't they don't work on their flexibility, they might lose a bit of their flexibility, you know? Yeah. So I think instead of thinking about gain flexibility that you can, of course, but if you can hold that flexibility that you have now, the only way is up. So you only get more flexible. If you don't stretch, you instead of being there, you're just gonna lose flexibility. What's gonna be even worse? Yeah. So yeah. it's something that, that helps a lot. And then I think uh, in Jiu-Jitsu, people tend, okay, I'm going to stretch. And they go really quick. And they go, ha, 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 okay, okay, I'm done. <laughs> right? And then that's a, a very important, I'm saying, part of Jiu-Jitsu is, is to stretch. You know, it's not just like, okay, two minutes. I go, ah, touch my toes. Okay, ah, no, it's too hard. Oh, no, you have to. I'm saying, you, you need to spend time doing that. Because... Yeah. That's what you need for jiu-jitsu, you know? you know? You don't need to be able to do a split or something like that. Don't go that far. If you want, yes, of course, why not? But you do need to have certain range, and then you can get a little bit better. You keep pushing yeah. a little bit better, you know? And then hold that flexibility is already a good, a good sign, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's a good I'm saying You're doing well if you hold that kind of flexibility. You're not losing flexibility. You know what I mean? You're back straight. You have a good posture. You know, you're not you start curving. Start going like jujitsu hands and like that. <laughs> Back straight, you know, good posture. You know, you yeah. work your your legs. You try to stretch it out. I think that that's very important. 
Yeah, definitely. What advice would you have for, for any sort of older grapplers, like maybe late 30s, early 40s, to, for them to have longevity? Ah, uh, yes. Okay. First, like the, I, what I just said, mm-hmm. have a routine of, 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 of stretching. Okay. So don't cue yourself in the stretching. Don't try to gain flexibility in one session. Yeah. This is something you come slowly, you know? So make sure you're always stretching, you know, work a lot your hips. I think hips are a big important point just because you're always like closing, pushing and all that and it gets tight. So make sure you work the flexibility. Uh, learn how to train with younger guys. So if you if you roll in for a guy who's younger, a lot younger than you, you cannot keep the same pace, even if you try as hard as you can. So you do need to stop them. Not stop them, but you do need to kind of use your weight and then stop, kind of not stop, but stop them to spin, you know? Yeah. Speed is against, is against the older guys, you know? If you're older, you want to take your time to do things and you don't want to lose position. You know, if you're on the side, you're solid. So if you control the hard, position more, yeah. Yeah, hold the position more because then the game will play more in your favor and uh, don't lose and work a lot of defense, you know? Right. So it's like being comfortable, being in a bad position, you know, specific training, side control, having the guy in your back and be able to be there and make it harder for the guy to meet because he'll start getting frustrated because they don't have that patience. They have to say that as you get older, you get, right? They just rush for things. Yeah. And then you make them make a mistake, then you escape. And then as you escape, you're going to work your way out of that position and then try to put them in a bad position that they cannot spin that much. At least stop them for a little while and then work your way there. And don't try not to lose position. Try not to speed up things. They will try that. You want the opposite. Okay. And then, again, have like a routine about, I said, the flexibility and uh, a routine of strengthening up your muscles, special certain muscles, your lower back, shoulders, you know, neck, specific mm-hmm. exercise for jiu-jitsu. That's more important than just go to the gym and lift the weights. Yeah. I think... If you want to have a, been training longer, I think that's that's the way you you should be going, you know. And watch out after your injuries, and then know when to 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 let it go. Things, you know, some some positions you have to let it go. Doesn't matter how hard you hold, you're gonna hurt yourself, or you might yeah. you might just let it go. Okay, so I explain this a lot for the. It's almost the same person for beginners. They hold the dear life there, ah, and then it breaks. They done. You don't want that. You want to make sure you're there. Okay, he breaks. Okay, let it go. Save your energy because you don't have the same energy as the young guy. Yeah. So you're gonna get tired a lot quicker than he's gonna get tired, and then you're in trouble. You rather hold it up. You know, be smart. You wanna play. You wanna play smart, and then when you get a good position, then then he's not gonna get out. Doesn't right. matter. What, you're gonna hold that. That's the time when you're gonna use the power, the weight, the experience. You know. Yeah. That's how you're gonna deal with with younger guys, and if you're older, not getting injury. I think really taking care of your body is something. Mm-hmm. It's a routine. You do need to take care of your body, otherwise, yeah. you think you you you're gonna have a, a even you're gonna have a shorter journey in jujitsu because you're always gonna get hurt. Something I'm working on. It's something I'm trying to find the, the balance points as to what works best. But yeah, that's really good advice. It kind of brings us back round to what we were saying at the beginning about. Um, or what you were saying, Luciano, about jiu-jitsu teaches your patience. 
Yeah. Yeah. Whether that's patience in life or on, on the mat, patience and that mindfulness and yeah. Just before yeah, we yeah. just before we finish off, Luciano, again, thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. What does the um, future hold for yourself and for the Roger Gracie Association? Uh, for the association, I think we're doing really well. I think uh, uh, we we are a small association still. I'm saying not small, but compared to the other ones. Yeah. Uh, we do have a lot of caddies, but we're growing really fast. But uh, our goal is to make sure that we are very united, that everyone is together on this, you know, like uh, uh, be able to have these uh, uh, one-to-one conversations with each individual that uh, I think that's very important, you know. Then uh, uh, humanize yeah. this whole thing, you know. So to be close to everyone and everyone knows each other, I think that's, that's something that makes the difference, I think, uh, 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 with all the business, you know, not just in jiu-jitsu, any other chains or, or, or franchises around of anything. Well, yeah. We want to keep it very personal. And that's what Roger wants. He always said that. He wanted to be, he wants to be very personal, something personal. And then I think we're achieving that, you know, yeah. step by step. We're slowly moving, but we are achieving that. And that's our final goal. And uh, for myself, I think, I think getting the, if, if you can keep the association going this way, I think that's great. Uh, 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 helping jiu-jitsu in general in the whole UK, you know, the army, the special force, the police, yeah. the paramedics, firefighter. I think if you can get jiu-jitsu to all that, I think that, that, that's something, I think that, that, will be, that will be one big goal for me, you know, yeah. to be able to help them. You know, in, in any way you can. And Roger and Mauricio, we always go in there and then supporting them uh, 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 to help also, like, a special need kids. I think that's something that it can be really big, you know. And then yeah. school, trouble kids too. I think uh, 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 it's something that is open there. And then kind of it's, it's hard for people to, to help them. They're kind of afraid of them. And I think jujitsu it brings them, I'm, I'm saying, they kind of like, okay, this is like, oh, this is not something I can play with. Yeah. And they expect it more. So I think that's something there. I would love to, to be able to help these kids, you know. And then again, and then, and then with my jujitsu is always trying to get better. I like, I like to train a lot. I'm saying I like, I like to always be training and then mm-hmm. improving, getting better. So, again, yeah, I might compete now and then. We see, I'm saying, if any good proposition comes in with me, I say, why not? Yeah. Maybe, well, if you're worth it, yes, why not? I'm saying, again, in Jiu-Jitsu too, if there's any tournament, I feel that, okay, there's something interesting that I could, I'll jump in. So that that's something, that, that's what I have, I have in mind. Yeah. Right now. yeah. Oh, fantastic. And well, it's, um, it's been really uh, good to talk to you this morning. And um, hey, my really, pleasure. Uh, yeah, thank you. And uh, I'm, I'm honoured and proud to be a part of the uh, Roger Gracie Association as well over in Lee. I think we've got a, we've got a good network of academies in the northwest as well now with Salford, uh, Bolton and Chester as well. And, yeah. and us included. So, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, you guys doing a great, great job there. I'm saying we, we are very strong there now. And then I think uh, 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 it's been what, since September, you said, right? September, right, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's quite a short time, but we are very united, you know. We all, like, going, everyone in the same direction. Yeah. And then spreading jiu-jitsu, I'm saying teaching jiu-jitsu to, to, to a lot of people. 
And then yeah, Jiu-Jitsu growing in this country, in the UK, that's, that's our final goal, to have that. Jiu-Jitsu all over the place, accessible for everyone, you know, that everyone can train Jiu-Jitsu. They can find a good school with a, with a good professor, with a good, you know I mean, a good structure. They're going to be treated well. They're going to have, a, like you said, a great experience, something yeah. they'll never forget, you know. So I think that's, that, that's a really good way. And then, again, thank you for inviting me to be part of the of this this uh this podcast is really good like i had a really good experience and then i hope in some way i could uh clarify to you guys a bit more explain a bit more about me about jiu-jitsu and all that so thank you for for the opportunity no problem that's why i wanted to to get you on i mean the whole idea behind it is my organization is incremental gains and it's just about people people have stories but essentially we're all the same we have the same worries the same concerns um, yeah. But like if through someone else's story, if people can relate to it or get a little bit of information that might work for them, so we can we can improve ourselves on a daily basis. Not comparing ourselves to others, but comparing ourselves to yesterday, trying to improve incrementally. Yeah. Again, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's no better time for them to, to watch and think about that as in quarantine now. That's Definitely. the time when you really have to know yourself and you're looking looking inside yourself and like because there's nothing to look around uh-huh. you stop yourself so you do need to look inside and really see okay what can i improve what can i change what can i add you know what i wanted to take it out what i wanted to add i think that, that there's no better time for that than now there's no excuse not to i don't have time to do that now is the time yeah definitely good advice on a on a on a on a positive note, just to finish us off there, Luciano. Again, thanks again for your time. And hopefully we'll, we'll see you soon down at the um, HQ. Yes, for sure, Dave, for sure. It'll be a pleasure to have you guys there. And then we can have a roll, we can have fun, we can chat. <laughs> can have a lot of fun. That'll be great to have you guys there. Yeah? Brilliant. Thanks again, Luciano. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thank you.